It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Happy Thursday. Happy weekend eve. It's The Rendezvous yes, with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are so, as you can see, French romance, love, <laughs> dating. Uh, I'm Angie Taylor, Simon Marcel. Yes. And we have a lot of things to get to tonight. We already have people waiting on hold that need some love dating advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 855-905-8255. That's our phone number if you are in the same boat. Maybe something's not going right in your relationship. Maybe things are going great, but something's a little off, and maybe you think you're overreacting, whatever it is. If you want to comment on anything you hear, please give us a call. Also, check us out online, simonandangie.com. You can send us an email. Sometimes people get really shy. Yes. Talking about... uh, And our phone lines are often busy, and people can't get through, so email is a great way to reach out. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Simon and Angie. Simon, um, I know there's a call on hold right now that needs advice. And I also know it's about dating somebody that just got out of a very long-term relationship. Okay. That can be either really awesome because sometimes you get out of a very long-term and you're ready to live life and meet the love of your life because the last thing was so bad and you can't wait to move on. Mm-hmm. Or it can be horrible because that person is not over it yet. And True. we're gonna there's a lot of different ways this can go. So I can't wait to get to this call next. How do you handle someone... Uh, after they just got out of a very long-term relationship, is that dangerous territory? Next, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. 855-905-8255 is our number. As soon as we walked in, the mm-hmm. lines already were lit up. Um, people need advice. And let's go to the phones right now. Listening in Gross Point, Michigan on 100.3 WNIC. Here's Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Simon and Angie. How's it going? Good. Bonjour, Crystal. Bonjour. Hello, love. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. I hear you need advice. I desperately need advice. Um, What's going on? So I just started dating one of my really close friends. And we've known each other for about five years. And um, he has just gotten out of a nine-year relationship. So we're going through this weird phase right now where it's like he I'm respecting his space and his time to figure out what he needs to do. But he's also wanting to be in a relationship with me as well. And I personally don't know what to do if I should respect his time because nine years is a very long time to be with somebody. Well, there's I definitely don't want to be a rebound by any either. There's some crucial Um, questions that I need you to answer before we can say anything, Simon. Don't you think like, first of all, how did they break up? Was it traumatic? Was it cheating? Did he do the breaking up or did she? What happened? He broke it up with her, uh, but then they, you know, had a, a serious conversation and they were able to come to terms. Do you know why they broke up in the first place? Yeah, it was, I mean, it's pretty dramatic and all over the place, but she was fooling around with the family okay. that she was manning for. Oh, so she was cheating. He dumped her. Then they got back together, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so how long ago did they break up for good? They broke up. Uh, right before Valentine's Day, actually, because so like that's February. When called, yeah, and that's okay. when he called me, and I thought that was a bit strange. Out of the blue, like we're friends, we hang out, but not often. Okay. And so for him to call on Valentine's Day was weird. Okay, so and the, so there's been some distance. Uh, do you know if they've been in contact since that breakup? 
Yes, they're actually trying to keep their friendship alive because mm. they care so much about each other still. But this is why I asked that question because uh, there is a lot going on here, Simon. That right there with the they're still trying to be friends. What do you think, Simon? What would you tell beautiful Crystal, who does not deserve this BS, what to do? Ah, <laughs> uh, Crystal, I mean. You said at the beginning of the conversation you were afraid about the rebound effect, that Mm -hmm. uh, after you're in a long relationship, you know, you have this moment where, yeah, you may want another relationship, but your heart is empty. Okay, because what happens is once you give all your heart to somebody, it doesn't work. Your heart needs to refill. And it takes time before your heart can be full again to give it to somebody else. And that is why, if I were you, I would take a little distance because I'm not sure he's ready. Can I also tell you, Crystal, what the red flag was for me as a woman listening to what you said about the breakup is the fact that she cheated on him. So they were in a relationship, right, for a long time. She crushed him by cheating on him. It was not his choice to be out of the relationship, but he broke up with her because that's what you're supposed to do when somebody cheats on you after nine years. It's devastating. It's horrible. His heart was broken. The fact that they got back together... And he's wavering on, should I trust her and stay because I, I like her? Or should I, you know, be strong and stay out of it? But his heart keeps bringing him back and his mind keeps taking him out. So in his mind, Crystal, he wants to be in a new relationship with maybe you or whatever. But his heart keeps bringing him back to her because he was the one that was devastated, not the other way around. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> does and I think that's what's already heartbreaking for me to accept as well but you guys are definitely right about that so if you can take anything positive away from it walk away knowing like hey I know you're supposed to be with me you're being dumb go ahead be dumb but I'm not going to sit and wait around for you to figure it out. Like, I need to move on She needs to be somebody be happy. who wants to be with Crystal. A thousand percent. All or nothing, Crystal. Yes. Remember that from Angie and me. All or nothing when it comes to love. Does that not make sense? Ten percent. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are definitely right. Thank you so much. And you're, y- welcome. you're welcome. And that's the reason he still wants to stay friends. Because <laughs> just in case she cleans up her act and he's then. like, okay, now everything's great. I can go back. Exactly. Yeah. Indeed. Don't do it, girl. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You're All right. Welcome. Thanks for calling The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. More when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I loved our last caller, Crystal. So sweet. Um, however, she's in this situation where she's dating someone now, or he wants to date her, but he just got out of nine years mm-hmm. in a relationship. He keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And I think he knows that he shouldn't be going back and forth. Um, and that's why he wants to date our uh, last caller. Yeah. But his heart keeps taking him back um, for whatever reason. And Simon, back and forth relationships hmm. are, we've all done them. And they can just drain our soul and our life. And we look back and go, why do we keep going back? Have you been in a lo- like a back and forth, back and forth before? I, ha- I have, Angie, and when I was 17. And I've been on both sides of the coins. Let me explain. There's one side, you're that person that the person come back to all the time. Right. Right. And you get all the energy from that person, mm-hmm. one side of the coin. And I've had that when I was 17 and was in love and I broke up with my girlfriend, Sabine, at the time in Paris, and she would always come back to me, no matter what. Okay. Okay. Now I've been on the other side of the coins where it was me with another person, Caroline, and I was more in love with her than she was with me. And I was always trying to come back to her. Mm-hmm. And I was her. I was giving her all my attention and give me another chance. 
And so I've been on both sides. Right. And the reason you do this is because either you don't want to get rejected or you realize by keeping your ex-girlfriend close by, you get all the advantage. You get ooh-la-la, you get validation, you're never alone, you always have a friend to call to, and you know she is stuck to you forever. Mm -hmm. Both are unhealthy. And I've been on both sides. Have you been on both sides? Absolutely. When you're talking about this, all I'm hearing is masochist. There's somebody that takes all the pain Mm -hmm. and keeps coming back for more. And then there's someone that's inflicting all the pain, like keeps screwing up and knows they're hurting somebody. Neither feels good, honestly. So I want to talk more about that. Which one are you? Are you in this situation right now next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we were talking about, um, you know, dating people, breakup, makeup, breakup, makeup. And I could see our executive producer, Jill, over here in the corner going, but wait, but what about this? But what about this? You've been in a back and forth for a very long time. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years of back and forth. And when I was listening to you guys, you were saying like it's all about being toxic. But for me, I feel like. It's not like that. Like, nobody ever does anything to hurt the other person. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, like, we kind of get to the point where we fight a lot, and then we take breaks, then we get back together. We just can't get over each other. You can't get— That's kind of what it is. You miss each other. Oh, yeah. So do you feel like— Okay, because with Jill, Simon, and Mm -hmm. you know Jill's history with her boyfriend, and so do I. And and both great people, both amazing— and you both care for each other very much. I know you love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but why do you get to the point where you have to take breaks is what I'm wondering. I think it's just a matter of just needing to appreciate him again. Like, I need a break to, like, remember why I like him. Well, why, you, you forgot? Not why that do you I forget, f- yeah. but I lose value in it when I, t- like, I take it for granted, I guess. Do you right? feel like he does the same? Yeah, I think so. More to m- me, I think I do that more. You take him for granted more? Yeah, I think so, See, for sure. See, you're being the apologist right now. <laughs> I know. Simon? <laughs> she misses him. Okay. I do miss him. Uh, Jill, I A know. Lot. Are you going to cry? Don't you cry. I'm definitely not okay, crying. I thought you were crying. Girl, I'm going to come over there and hug you like a mama cry. bear. I, I think see. so, too. I'm not going to cry. Well, you're going to stay on to this next segment. Oh, boy, then I'll probably cry. Let's dig into Jill. Oh, yes. Yeah. When we come back on the rendezvous, <laughs> you know how I feel. Hear to my voice. Yeah, Side eye. Let's talk to Jill Rock, a little Rendezvous bit more. next. <laughs> Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and relationships. Specifically, right now, we're talking about the on and off relationships. Um, we had a call earlier that led to our executive producer, Jill, speaking up and talking about her tenure off and on. Yes. That I know is getting a little sad for you. Let's remind everybody it's cuffing season two. It's getting a little <laughs> colder outside. Jill's feeling like snuggling up with somebody, mm. but... You know, because in the summer, there was none of this, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. So, but Jill, you were saying, because I was always saying there's somebody that's the punisher and someone that's taking the punishment in the back and forth. It's somebody that keeps screwing up and somebody keeps taking them back. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case with you. You're saying you just keep needing breaks. Yeah. And actually, Simon just reminded me off air that the reason, like, I had talked to him about my problems like everybody does. (laughs) And um, basically, the thing that freaks me out a lot of the time when we start fighting is that I'm repeating the pattern of my parents, right? So the way that my mom treats my dad is the way that I end up treating Craig. Which is what? How does your mother um, treat your father? Not the like in a sort of like disrespectful way. Condescending. Right? Yeah, condescending, doesn't respect him. And it's kind of like everything that he does annoys her. Do you feel like your mother really does respect your dad or not? I mean, I think probably she does on some level, but it's it's she's like she nitpicks everything about him all the time. Okay. 
If you're looking into your heart of hearts, oh I know you love Craig. Yeah. You guys are friends always, forever. Yeah, for sure. You've been together for you're like family at this point. Right. Do you respect him? I do, but in the moment, but? in the moment, like if he does something that annoys me, I lose that respect part. But why do you get so part. upset in that moment where everybody makes mistakes? Yeah. Okay, so let me let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. Simon, maybe you know anybody else. Have you been in a relationship where you thought everything was awesome for a long time with this person? Suddenly everything they do bothers you. Like you're breathing too loud. Like you left a cup here. Things that wouldn't bother. It becomes like everything is annoying. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like that happens with you? Yeah, that happens. And I think I've learned that pattern okay. from my mom. But because that's how she is. Do you want to have somebody that's like your child sometimes? Because I think that's where your annoyance comes in. And mm-hmm. that's why I started tearing up mm-hmm. off the air when Jill was saying, oh, I'm like, my mo- my mother is a nitpicker. And it's because it's a control. Like, my mom has anxiety. I have anxiety. Jill, yeah. you have anxiety. Mm-hmm. We need things to go our way. Otherwise, we feel very uncomfortable. And it breeds anxiety. So when whoever is closest to us, I do, do this to my daughter. I'll snap at her if she isn't going along with what I need her to do. And right. it's, she's, a, she's 12. And w- what business do I have doing that? She's a kid. I do it to my husband. Mm-hmm. There's a safety in... Your schedule, your routine, what you like, what you need, what you expect. And when somebody deviates from it, you get real irritated about real dumb stuff. Am mm-hmm. I right? That's exactly right. But yes. that's the surface, Angie. That's the surface. But it, not it's for sh- us, it's not surface. Not for people like Jill and I. We have anxiety. It's just like no, that, everything. That is the depth. But if you take Jason for you or Craig for Jill, the match is good because the depth of what you give each other is positive at yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Jill, if Jason and I were not married... And we had these fights when I snap at him for everything. I would probably be like, we're breaking up. Yeah. I'll see you in a few months. (laughs) But the fact that he would keep coming back to me, I don't know if I would feel a certain type of way about him. Mm. Like, why do you keep coming back? Because he he loves me? Because he needs you. He loves you, but he needs you. Loving is needing. The only reason we put up with so much, loving is needing. When you say I love you, you mean I need you. To say you need someone is a hard thing to admit. But it's the a translation of love. Right. I love you mean right. I need you in Be- my life. And and Jill, I want to say, like, with people like us, Jill's a, a hard worker. She's a boss here. When you say I n- need someone, that's a hard thing to admit because if you're probably doing the thing what I do where I pick and they mm-hmm. get mad, you're like, well, then go. I don't need you. Right. Uh, look course. at my life. I've had, I got right. it all. I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything. So go. If you're not like making me happy, if you're not enhancing my life, get out. Mm-hmm. Remember, I love you means I need you. Hmm. And here come the Kleenex. Thank you, Jordan, for getting us Kleenex. All right. I love you means I need you. I don't know if we fixed anything there or like helped at all, but I think it's always good to like chat those things out. Yeah, I mean, keep that in mind. Jill is like my spirit animal and we are Uh, very much alike. And she's my bossy Elsie. Oh, yeah. We're both bossy Aussies. Well, both of you, yeah. Yes, yes. I know that. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website, simonandangie.com. Please send us an email if you need advice on love, dating, relationship, romance. Mm-hmm. And we have an email right here, Simon. I see. For our favorite game, Date oh, or dump. dump. Yeah. So an email from someone who has been going on dates. They get a red flag. They want to know if they should date or dump. So here we go. Serena 
listening on the iHeartRadio app. Just uh, search Rendezvous, by the way, if you want to listen on iHeartRadio app. She says, hello, Simon and Angie. I've been a long-distance relationship for about eight months, and my boyfriend keeps forgetting to call me to say goodnight before he goes to sleep, which drives me crazy because (laughs) I can't get in touch with him. And I end up thinking he's either out with some girl or in some sort of trouble. I tell him how important it is to me, but it doesn't seem to matter should I date or dump him. He won't call and say goodnight every single night. What do you think, Simon? Serena, thanks for the email. I mean, I think that really not saying goodnight when you're dating is not nice. It's a natural thing to say when you care. You mm-hmm. say, have a good night. Mm-hmm. Sweet dreams, honey, or whatever well, you say. Well, maybe he did in their last conversation, but doesn't call her, like, right at her beddy bedtime and say good night. Maybe. Yeah. The fact that she's emailing us wonder, you know, date or dump about that means that she's hurt. I think it and means think- she's insecure. And I think it means she's trying to control. Because she's suspecting he's out doing something bad when maybe he's just busy. Or, or she just needs to hear that at night. Okay. I, I have a good night, sweetie. Sweet well, yeah, dreams. like I would do that. Yeah. I would. Okay. If it was important. I understand. Somebody. Yeah. So you say date. I say date and have the talk. You have to be honest about what you want. Okay. Thank you, Simon. And You're thank welcome. you, Serena, for sending us in that email. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone number, 855-905-8255 if you want to comment, or simonandangie.com. Love, dating, romance. Mm -hmm. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. And we have the beautiful Angie Taylor, the American realist who keeps me real when I go way too far in the ooh-la-la land. I hear the voice of Angie Taylor said, Simon, and then I know. Well, sometimes you live in a romantic comedy, like a Sandra Bullock movie, (laughs) and I have to pull you back to reality. Sometimes you do, yes. But I love- What can I say? I I was born in Paris. I love that perspective. Yes, a Frenchman. I get it. So speaking of being born in Paris, there's a lot of American slang. And do you know the term beer goggles? Do you no, know what that means? No, I do not know. Beer goggles. Um, well, you probably don't because you don't drink. No, I okay. don't. So beer goggles, like if you have a few cocktails, you're talking to someone that you think is really attractive and amazing, and then all of a sudden you see them the next day when you're sober, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> that is not at all what I thought. That's beer. Like your goggles are deceiving you. I see. Because it's beer. Beer. Okay, okay, okay. Drink. And that would be late at night, right? When it, well, well, that's not the only time you can drink is late at night. <laughs> I feel very judged right now. What's going on? Um, no, it's late yes, at night anyway. Late at so. night. Like beer goggles next day, yeah. whatever. So I, I want to tell you a story when we come back and tell me what you think. Okay. Um, about somebody I know that had a case of the beer goggles. It was a girl mm-hmm. that I know. Um, went on a date and thought things were one way. Mm-hmm. Went on date two, or not even a date. Met somebody, thought things were one uh, one way. Went on a first date, sober. Not the same. So what do you do? It just kind of goes along with your how quickly into a date do you tell somebody you're not feeling it? Right. So, Simon, let's get your opinion. Okay. You are the romantic expert. What mm-hmm. should she have done in this situation? When we come back <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Hello. So, um, last segment we were talking about beer goggles. Yes. Which is when you think somebody is a certain way because you've had a couple cocktails. Then when that fog is lifted. In the morning. In the morning. 
and the light comes, you were like, whoa, well, oh. that's not what I thought it was. Not even just like looks wise, but personality wise yep. too. You might think somebody's very interesting and amazing. And then you see them when you're not in that party mode and you're like, wow, you are really not my type or you're boring or what was I thinking? Yeah. Um, so my friend Carrie mm-hmm. met a guy at a bar. They were chatting. They thought everything was great. They decided to go on a date, like a real date yeah. a couple of days later. He picks her up and not looking the same. None of that. Um, they go on this date. She's uncomfortable the whole time. Then he says, hey, let's stop at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. But because she drove with him, she's kind of like obligated to go wherever he goes. Yes. Goes to the friend's house. He's a hunter. They're talking about guns, hunting things, like all these things that she's not into. And she was very uncomfortable. And now she couldn't wait to get out of it. Now he keeps texting wanting more dates. So she doesn't know what to do. (laughs) What would you do in that situation? Do you ghost (laughs) because you really don't care? Or do you just say you're not my type? Well, you have to be diplomatic. I don't believe in ghosting. So for Carrie, I, I would think there's a way to talk to men that it becomes so cold or factual, man gets it. But if you don't want any form of romance, or you want to avoid that to go there, mm-hmm. you become very factual. You're very tired. You're very busy. You're very something. That's, but that's not real. I'm no. very tired. I'm very busy. She doesn't want to see him anymore. Right. But that leads to I have no time. To see you. So you're saying let them down gradually, not pretty, ghost, pretty, not say go to hell, pretty but quickly. Like easy. But use factual things. Doesn't matter. He doesn't know if it's true or not. That so that's not factual then. No, but factual like maybe like facts in terms of life, facts of life, like that like real life scenarios. Like be, yes. Yeah. Why? So it's not about him or his ego. So anything is done. Let him down easy. BS him. Y- yes, your way of out. Of course, of course. There's nothing wrong in BSing somebody when you're on the way out. Just because. You don't want to because you have the start right. anything. Yes, because you, you, it's not like you're misleading or anything. You're just finding Isn't a way out. Isn't it the out. same as ghosting? You, this is just a gradual ghost. No. Well, yeah, it's a gradual ghost. But ghosting means there is no explanation whatsoever for the person why you don't want to see them again. Right. Right? That's very rude. Saying to somebody from, you know, I'm super busy, my work, this, that, uh, my parents, my grandparents, somebody's sick, whatever, gives the person for his or her ego mm-hmm. an excuse that is acceptable. You know what I, I was afraid for Carrie in the first place is the fact that she let a man she's never met before pick her up. I always advocate for on a first date, you drive yourself, you meet in a public place, you never know how people are. Now you're trapped with somebody who's in control of your transportation, can pick you up, drop you off, do whatever. You're kind of at the mercy of someone else. Absolutely. So that's a, that's that was the first mistake. Advice. That was the yeah. first mistake. But mm-hmm. I, I really, for all the women listening, if you feel uncomfortable, get away out. Use any excuse you want. You're entitled to be safe, take care of yourself, and you'll be fine. And not be uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 I agree. So you have a list of excuses. We can print them on the. I'm, on the I'm moving to Guam. What did what did uh, Ross say on Friends? Do you remember that episode? What, Yemen. He. I'm moving to Yemen. <laughs> I am on, in Doctors Without Borders. I have to leave. I'm so sorry. It yeah. was nice meeting you. you. Some noble act. You can yeah. you can always <laughs> find an excuse, and you're awesome. entitled to. All right, I agree. Be safe. I agree, but get out of it. Yes, Gary. All right, more of the rendezvous when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The website, simonandangie.com. If you need love, dating, romance, relationship advice, and our French romantic, Simon Marcel. Thank you, Angie. We have an email for you in the bonjour, Simon Marcel. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. 
bag. This email, Charlotte, listening in Rossford, Ohio, on 101.5 The River. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Charlotte. My husband sends funny memes to his female co-worker on Instagram, and I'm not sure what to think of it. He never sends me any funny memes. I know it's just memes, and the whole thing's kind of silly, but the fact that they're sharing something makes me feel left out. Do you think I'm being too insecure to be worried about this. What do you say, Simon? Listen, I would not funny be worried. over here I making would... funny jokes with other funny No, oh, you're so funny. You guys have the same sense of humor. Ah, tell me a joke. I mean, we're together. We've been together for like 10 years. Like, you wouldn't have married me if we didn't have the same sense of humor. So why don't you send me some funny memes? I need memes. I need to be lightened up throughout my day. <laughs> Angie. Crazy. And, Go ahead. Sh- sh- I would say to Charlotte, contrary to what you said, that it's okay. It's okay. It's oh. not against oh, you. Oh, really? You're going to placate me? Yeah. Oh, it's okay? It's because it's Is not it okay? against uh-huh. you, Charlotte. Okay, so your husband sent funny memes to that co-worker. Uh-huh. It's just funny. It's a little joke. Oh, we you want to tell jokes? Okay, because <laughs> what if you make a joke with me? We're working together tonight, okay? Uh-huh. So you might tell me you made me laugh tonight. Okay, well, you might go home after this show and might be serious. That's my job. Right. My but, job is to be funny, make people laugh. Right, but is you, this his you job, make, well, funny man? I don't think that's at, his job. He's at work. You release some tension by doing oh, funny. Oh, how else do you release tension? I know how men release tension. Well, You're going to release tension with her in other ways? If this is how you loosen up, on how else are you loosening up? Well, but funny moms on Instagram is not a bad thing. I'm sorry if we are role-playing right here but I don't like it when my husband sends funny like little jokey memes to everybody else. Why, Angie? Because that's for us. It's not against you. Nobody's it's against you. It's not for you, me. But nobody's it's against you. It's not for you. me. It's for her. Yeah. Well, so like we have jokes at work. Stop memeing her. Uh, that's I, what Bonjour Simon Marcel says. Okay, goodbye. More when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm sorry I went crazy. Um, oh, really? Uh, Listen, I blacked out for a second. It's fine. I'm good. I'm back. Hi. Hi, Angie. Happy. Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, Relationships, dating, romance. We were talking about social media. Somebody had a question about, why is my boyfriend, husband, sending these funny memes all the time to a girl at work, but he doesn't send any to me? Right. Uh, Like, why is he so funny with her? I don't get any of these funny memes. What is the protocol with social media? Like, um, it's so funny because Jordan, our uh, uh, producer, one of our assistant producers said, um, sent me this text and it says, if she ain't tagging you in random memes throughout the day, she doesn't love you. So if if I post a picture where I'm all cute and I don't get a like from my husband, it's going to be a problem. If I don't get a like from my best friend, it's going to be a problem. Right, okay. Your but- obligation as being one of my friends or my husband is to like everything I do. Agreed on that. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, that, that 100%. Okay, good. But that's a different different story than a funny mime where, you know, you might have a, a, a co-worker you like and you do a little joke. All the time. Well, every day because you want to relax at work because we all need to chill out at work sometimes with the tension and, and, and so I and the pressure. Why can't energy. you do that with, like, some dude? Why do you have to? Why can't it be, but like, company What difference does it make that it's a man or woman when it comes to sense of humor? Simon. Angie. If I'm going out to dinner with a woman or a man, does it make a difference? I find humor seductive. Depends which kind of humor and which kind of pictures. They have the same humor. They have the same sense of humor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seductive. No. Good work Good work ethics. Good work okay. team. Well, let's talk about what's acceptable because people fight yeah, a lot let's... about things they see on social media. Absolutely. Why are you liking her pictures? Why are you talking to her? Are you in the DMs? What's going I'm, on? I have questions for you about that. Oh, good. I can't wait. Okay, more of the rendezvous. Social media in your relationship when it comes to other people. Next.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about social media and your relationship. Are you jealous of what your significant other posts, likes, uh, shares with other people? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're jealous. Maybe they're super funny with coworkers, and you're like, why are you so funny with her? And you're never funny with me. Simon, I I, I know I snapped and I blacked out for a minute, but you said you had some- It was really funny, though. Well, it's funny now. It's not funny- on no, a Saturday when was... my husband's listening to it. <laughs> Listen, so I want to talk about social media because it's for all of us, whether you are married like you guys or whether you're single like me. Or What is appropriate once you're in a relationship, Angie? So when it comes to Instagram or Facebook, okay, you said, and I agree with you, if if I put a picture of me, I expect my friends or first of all my husband and to like it. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, now, what if a woman you don't know like a picture of your husband? It happens that... all the time. Right. What's your what's your what's your intuition? Who's this chick? No, I no. No, yes, yes. No, honestly, yes. I will if I don't recognize the name. Because my here's the difference. My husband and I have been together for so long. Yeah. We're kind of in the same industry. We yeah. know a lot of the same people. So if I do see somebody's name I don't recognize, yeah. I'll click on their name to see their photo. Okay. If they're really good looking, I might ask some questions like, "Who's this person?" That likes all your pictures. Just like that? Like, a totally calm, you know, because when you're calm, you're not crazy, right? right? So so I might be like, Who's, who is that? Like, you guys, like, like know each other from high school or, like, or they, did, did I ever meet them? And like, he says, it's just a friend from work. Oh, really? Work. Like, yeah. what kind of friend from work? Like, how come I've never met her? I know everybody you work with. Well, that's a new person that just, you know, left, joined oh, the office. Oh, you and the new person are all besties all of a sudden? So, See, but that's she, where I go. I'm just showing you my crazy, can, honestly. And then what if the and if he goes well? But you know, she she knows we we married. There's nothing to worry about. Does she know me though? Because then she'll be worried. Are, How about I come visit you at the office tomorrow? Let's all like hang out. And then you know I'm gonna pull out like the hottest dress and the highest heels and I'm look so banging and be like, oh hi, how are you? Oh, you know my husband. That's cute. <laughs> but, Did I say that out loud? I think that you wouldn't do that, number no, one. No, I, 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 you in all honesty, fine. I would ask, like, who's this person? I don't know this person. Right. And, and that's it, right? I would probably take the explanation at face value until, there, it, unless there was some, like, flirting that I could visibly see, unless there was a little extra right. going on. Right, but if there's on, nothing just I would take like it at pictures. face value, because I trust my husband, Ex- honestly. Thank you. That but was I'm my still point. crazy. No, you're not that crazy. You're funny, but you're not that crazy. Mm-hmm. I love when you like to expose my crazy. Are you are you happy? There's no crazy. And now, like, the show's almost over. I get to go home with all this crazy for Jason. But then you can talk with Jason about it. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about it. Oh, no? No. No, it's just for the wrong. It's late. You know what I'm saying? Ooh la la. <laughs> okay. All right. I take out my aggression different ways. Uh, more <laughs> of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had so much fun talking to our listeners. Love dating romance. Yes. If you missed anything that we chatted about tonight, simonandangie.com, things like on and off relationships. Mm-hmm. We've all done them. We even went with our executive producer, Jill, who's been in a 10-year one. And how do you get through those? And what does that really mean if you're together, apart, together, mm-hmm. apart? Um, Long-distance relationships and social media when it comes to relationships, how it can get misconstrued, how um, jealousy can be um, born on social media. And Simon, you had a great Simon Says when you were talking about long-distance relationships from our data dump. Thanks, Angie. I said, if you don't ask for what you want, you deny yourself a chance to be happy in a relationship. Meaning... 
when you are in long distance relationship and you want to hear good night, honey. Mm-hmm. You're entitled to ask. Mm-hmm. The person might say yes or no, but never hold back. Always ask for what you don't want. Don't be afraid of the answer. Never be afraid of the answer. Don't be afraid of asking and don't be afraid of the answer. Because it might be exactly what you're looking for. Hopefully. If not, at least Then you, you know. know and you can move on That's or make right. a decision either way, right? Yes. Thank you. And I agree with that a thousand percent. So make sure you go back. Website, simonandangie.com. If you need advice as well, you can send us an email there. Social media, Simon and Angie as well. Thanks for being with us tonight. More Rendezvous next time. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.